Good afternoon. I have been attempting to create a series of videos that helps the listener, the viewer, especially teachers today and teachers who are thinking about the future as a career in education about literacy, its role in the classroom, and how to cultivate it from grade to grade. I used to tell my students, those who read succeed. A hundred years ago, I might have been telling my students, those who can read and write would be good citizens and would be in control of their lives. But now it's very different. Those who read succeed. The future for our society especially depends upon having a citizenry that reads and understands and can selectively pick fact from fiction, bias from unbiased, and so forth. I say that because we live in a very complicated world. There's no doubt about the fact that we are on the edge of radical change and on the edge of a period of time of great instability in the world. We have, as I speak, a pandemic which we're dealing with and which is making it difficult for teachers and administrators to think about what classrooms will be like in September and politicians to want to be able to say, just go to school. And public health people who are saying, not so fast. But aside from the pandemic, we also have huge instability geopolitically. The United States is on a downward trend, for better or for worse. They no longer occupy a space in a world where they can be dominant and everybody else follow their lead. Europe is increasingly more in control of its geopolitical future. China, Russia are attempting to create their own futures for a whatever reason, and the countries in Latin America, in South America rather, and in Africa, and in Eurasia, are all in a position where they are no longer underdeveloped, as we used to refer to them, but developing. And all of those changes create the need for societies to be aware of the role they're carving in the future. 
we are dominated by technology. And the world of the future is going to be open to successful societies who have learned how to use the technology to their advantage. In order to use technology and to be able to be creative about the use of technology, it's undeniable that you need to have a good education and not just to know how to read and write, but how to pull ideas together, how to take ideas and apply them in new situations to create opportunities. Unfortunately, a lot of societies do not have a culture of education that contributes to uh, a, a literate society. North America, Canada and the United States, but increasingly Canada, has an opportunity to create individuals, to educate individuals, to be able to see opportunities to create value added for our culture and our society. If we don't do that, we're not going to have the same way of life as we had before. In order to enhance our way of life, we need to create, we need to invent, we need to find ways to earn money for our society, for our people, so that we can afford to pay for the things that we want. And the only way we can do that, whether it's an individual or a society, is to cultivate an educated population. That educated population has to be thinking in terms of not just reading and writing, but being able to, as I began my series of lectures talking about, taking the new ideas that they read about and applying them. We need a literate society. The kind of literate society that I'm referring to can be compared to how we solve jigsaw puzzles. I don't know about you, but I like to do jigsaw puzzles. And when I do a jigsaw puzzle, I know that I put all of the pieces from the edge and create the frame and make sure it is complete. And then I take the other pieces and put them in where they belong. Other people like to take pieces by color and size and so on and put them together and then fill in the spaces that way. It doesn't matter whether we do the frame first or go from block to block to build or piece to piece to build the um, puzzle. The important thing is, is that we're pulling things together. We're filling in the missing spaces. That's the way literacy works. Little by little, we begin to see pieces that go together and put them into a frame. 
you notice I'm not referring to when I talk about literacy, I'm not refer referring to subjects. Subject-specific education belongs in the past. When kids go to school today, increasingly they're being given problems. They're being given challenges to figure out how to solve, whether they're in the lower grades or the upper grades. If you think about Lego, that's what Lego's all about. Building pieces together to create new things and see how they work. If you go to the store to buy Lego boxes, you can buy kits for pneumatics, for electricity, and so on, with challenges so children can manipulate and build together. As they're building and manipulating, they're creating new schema or conceptualizing uh, things so that they can use those problem-solving skills in a new environment. I'd like to suggest that in order to move forward as a society, we need to leave those subject-specific, grade-specific organizing tools behind and think about problem-solving. If you read in the press today, a lot of teachers are wondering how to move forward with distance education because with distance education, you can't go from a class in English to a class in music to a class in geography to a class in history to a class in science. You have to think of problems that lead children to explore and learn. And as a teacher, you have to be the guide on the side rather than the sage on the sage. Technology makes it possible for us to reinvent education. At one time, education was all about the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. Increasingly now, education is all about literacy. And I believe if we use literacy and the way we acquire literacy and the way we cultivate literacy as an organizing focus for what is education all about, we will be able to move forward as a society and generate the kinds of graduates that can move out into society and productively find ways to make a difference, to provide value added whatever to their society. It's important that we think about the future as being able to know how to tell the difference between bias and unbiased, between right and wrong, between truth and fiction, between fact and not fact. And the only way we can do that is to work through a, 
uh, an educational curriculum based on literacy, whether that be technological literacy, science literacy, mathematical literacy, human literacy, sports literacy. You can take it all apart however you want. But in the future, being able to look through the lens of understanding how all these things fit together, just like understanding how all Lego pieces fit together and how you can take Lego pieces to build something entirely new, you will be able to, we will see our students able to take individual ideas and put them together to build something new. Think about this as I leave you. Alexander Graham Bell believed that sound could be relayed from one location to another across a distance using a wire. And he conducted experiments with the telephone and created the telephone. And if you think about it, the telephone made a huge difference in the way in which societies and families and people communicated. But he got that because he understood the concepts. He didn't start out to want to invent the telephone. He understood how all the concepts he had in his head could be applied to that. If you look at all of the groundbreaking technologies in the 20th century, especially, but before that, it came from people who had concepts that they could put together in new ways that other people hadn't been able to. So in our classrooms today, we want to encourage literate students who are not afraid to think outside of the box and put new ideas together in new ways or old ideas together in new ways. And the rest of these lessons will help you understand how that works on a day-to-day -day basis, on a grade-to-grade -grade basis. Thank you very much.